0: everyone welcome back to another episode of between you and me today we are recording our final final episode of the season it is season 5 episode 10 and when you say it out loud like that it sounds like we've been doing this podcast for fucking ever season 5 sounds insane but we're actually reaching our two-year anniversary soon i'm pretty sure i hope it's not three and i'm miscalculating but i'm pretty sure it's two So that's exciting stuff. I'm very happy to have had such a beautiful season with you guys. I really feel like we talked about a lot of important stuff and a lot of stuff that I hope benefited you guys. So if you haven't listened to all of season five, go and check it all out after this. But today I wanted to kind of go back to my roots a little bit. I feel like season one and two for the most part, I spent a lot of time talking about love, heartbreak, breakups I have a lot of episodes that have to do with that. As time progressed, obviously I speak from experience and I speak from things that I am either learning or going through in the moment or have gone through recently and years have passed and my heartbreak no longer really affects me and or is on my mind. So I feel like I haven't touched on the idea of heartbreak specifically moving on from heartbreak at all and I definitely haven't talked about heartbreak in a long time so for my little heartbroken girlies I love you get ready for this episode and I hope you take some good things from this you are strong you are not alone everybody goes through this and experiences this okay And I have a lot more episodes around heartbreak and love and things like that if you guys want to listen to it afterwards, if you need a little bit more. But today, I'm going to be specifically talking about the process of moving on. Because I think there's a lot to talk about when it comes to moving on. It's not as simple as one day just deciding like, okay, cool, I'm going to move on. I'm no longer like going to focus my energy on that. And I'm just going to go one foot in front of the other and never look back because the healing process of heartbreak is really complicated. So it does come a point where you actually have to decide to move on. It's something that needs to be a conscious decision and have a very high amount of discipline, I want to say. You need to stick to your decision and choose To not look back. So to start it off, number one thing that is most important is to always address the heartbreak that you've experienced. There is no way that you're going to be able to move on from something if you don't give it the attention that it needs. In my episode, how what I learned about heartbreak, something along those lines, I get really in depth about the emotions that come from heartbreak. So if you want to hear more about that, go over there. But what I want to say today about it is what I needed to know the most in that time was how much attention I should be giving my heartbreak. I feel like you'll come across two different people, and a lot of people don't have that perfect balance. But you'll either get a person that wants to suppress all of the heartbreak, not think about it, ignore it, try and you know, find different things that will distract your mind from it and so you don't actually pay attention to the fact that your heart is broken or that you miss a person. And then you'll get the person that's very overindulgent in their emotions and constantly, constantly just feels everything every single day, never gives himself a chance to breathe and take their mind off of it. They're constantly talking to their friends and families about the heartbreak they experienced and They don't know how to let it go in certain moments of their day. It just never, it feels like it never leaves their mind. So I think that there needs to be a healthy balance in between there. You don't want to forget that it ever happened because you won't be able to actually heal whatever it is that you got hurt from in that relationship and you don't want to suffer more than you actually should. You don't want to keep continuously reminding yourself of that person that you lost and that you feel terrible about it and you're never going to get them back, etc, cetera, etc, cetera, right? The happy medium would be giving yourself the space and time to grieve, but then also knowing that the world doesn't stop for you. You do have to put in the effort to pick yourself back up and to do things, little things even, every day that's going to help you heal the part of yourself that That was hurt by this person. And that's a very key statement, the part of yourself. Your whole world doesn't end when a person leaves your life, although it may feel like it. And I'm talking from experience of being, you know, heartbroken many years ago. So now I can look back at it and be like, you know, if myself today could go and speak to myself when I was heartbroken, this is what I would tell myself. Your whole world doesn't end. This is a piece of your world and I know it hurts, but you need to take the steps to pick yourself back up and to focus on the other parts of your life. The parts that are still fulfilled, still happy, still continuing on without this person. So let's fast forward through the true deep pain of the heartbreak. Now we're kind of lingering in that zone where we're still thinking about it but we're feeling a little better in our day-to-day. We're feeling like we've got our shit together. We're going out, we're exploring life, we're doing things that we normally did, and we're feeling okay. Now's your time where you have to really reflect on where you're at in your healing journey. And if you have a very strong urge to move forward, to leave that person in the past, you're gonna need to take the steps To actually do that because it's very very easy to get stuck in the past and to keep reliving the memories of that person and to never really truly move on I've seen people linger on to people for years and not really wholeheartedly move on from that person there's a difference between moving on as in that person's no longer in your life and still mentally being connected that, to that person, regardless of if they're there or not. In order to truly move on, you need to feel like you're entering a new chapter of your life. If you've been with someone for a very long time, chances are you've kind of molded into a person that is the girlfriend version of yourself, the girlfriend version of blank, whoever it was you were dating, the boyfriend version of whoever it was you're dating you haven't truly just been you you by yourself you without connection to another person just plain old alex for example not alex as a girlfriend not alex as a best friend not alex as a daughter not alex as a whatever just alex and now is your chance to tap into that I think in order to move on, you need to really want it. You need to want to step into a new era of your life, a new chapter with new people, new ways of doing things, new beliefs, new everything. Sometimes I think that a breakup is almost a sign that something needed to shift in your life and that you need to experience a new level of growth. So if you shift your perspective to thinking that your life needs to excel in some area, it needs to change, it needs to adapt in order for you to be happier, then you can take this process of loss, of losing someone else, and give it meaning in your life. Give it a purpose. And that purpose is finding out more about yourself and growing as a person. I think a very important step in moving on is truly leaving the past in the past. This goes for physical things, emotional things, mental things, all of the above. Firstly, removing anything that's an actual physical trigger in your environment. If you have social media posts, if you're still following them on social media, if you have pictures in your room, cards, things that they've given you, jewelry, old pictures on your phone, old text messages. I suggest if you still feel pain when you are reminded of these physical things in your life to remove them because the only thing they're doing is acting like an anchor that's keeping you in that space when you were with that person. They're reminding you of the memories that you had with this person. Whether they're good or bad, chances are you'll have this sense of longing for those memories because nostalgia Is very blinding. You can't be surrounded by the same signs, the same people, the same sights that you had in your past if you want to move on. You can't keep hanging around the same circle of friends that hung around your ex if you want to move on. Something that I learned through my breakup was that I wasn't just breaking up with my ex. I was breaking up with the life I had with my ex. And I was walking into a completely different life. And yeah, maybe it doesn't look that different on the outside. To an outside perspective, I'm still living in the same home. I'm still, you know, doing the same things in my day-to-day life. I'm still in the same job. I'm still have the same close-knit group of friends. But on a much deeper level, there's so many personal things that are shifting for you that it does feel like you're just walking into a new version of yourself. So in order to do that, you have to get rid of things that are keeping you in the past. Physical things that are as easy as a delete button or throwing something away. So get up and do it. If you've been putting it off, if you've been keeping those, you know, love letters hidden somewhere, those pieces of jewelry in your in your room somewhere, take them put them in a box, put them in your basement, throw them out, put them in the garbage. I don't know, whatever you want to do with it so it's not in your direct site and not somewhere where you're going to continuously check up on it. That's what you're going to want to do or give them back. But I mean, I'm I'm hoping you're not in contact with them anymore. But whatever it is, whatever way you choose to get rid of these things, I suggest you do it. And I think the easiest access point to keep you in the past is social media, unfortunately, because it's so fucking easy to check up on people. So this is where the determination comes in. And you're going to just like slap, literally slap yourself in the face if you're doing that. Because I I know the way that we feel like we have such little self-control when it comes to that. But in reality, you have control. You have such a high amount of self-control that you can really do whatever you want and if you're focused on moving on and entering this new chapter of your life where you can feel happier more free more excited about life and what's to come you need to quit the social media stalking okay now remember that you can't have a clear picture of your future when you keep being reminded of your past And Now comes the harder part. You can get rid of the physical objects, you can have that determination and that self-control, but something that can be a little more difficult for people is the power of our imagination. Now, I don't know if I'm weird or not, but my subconscious and conscious is extremely overactive. I experience more anxiety, I'd say, than the average person, which makes me have a lot more uncontrollable thoughts. So when it came to imagination and nostalgia, I struggled. Although I didn't have those physical triggers, I was still experiencing a level of nostalgia and living in the past through my mind. Now, like I said before, nostalgia is very blinding. And that's because it always makes you think that the past was better than your current situation, especially if you're in pain right now. Everything in the past is going to look much better, right? Because you're currently experiencing a very low emotion. So if you think about any other time you've experienced, even if it's with that person, you're going to think, holy shit, my life was so much better at that point. I wish I was still there. And then you're going to be sitting in the fantasy of nostalgia, Nostalgia comes from not wanting to accept what is, so you keep dreaming about what if. So in order for you to truly mentally move on, drop the nostalgia, drop the imagination, there has to be a deep, deep, deep level of acceptance of your situation. You need to understand that this is your present moment. The only thing you have control of is your present You can't change the past. You can't change the hurt you experienced. You can't go back and switch things that happened before, change time, time travel, anything. So, the time that you spend thinking about the what ifs and flying back into the past in your mind and imagining if you did something different that the outcome would be different is a waste. Think of it as if you're wasting time to help yourself now by going into the past and inevitably just hurting yourself by doing that. In order for you to get a better grasp of acceptance of your situation, you need to get a better grasp of the present moment. Something that I've been practicing way before my heartbreak up all the way until now, which clearly I'm not doing a very good job at it because my heartbreak was rough, but is the act Okay, back to what I was saying, is the act of meditation. Meditation brings you into the present moment. And by practicing meditation over and over again, you're able to constantly bring yourself back into the present in your day-to-day life. Because while you're practicing meditation, you're focusing on your breathing and you're allowing your thoughts to pass through your mind just as thoughts and not as things that you're attaching yourself to. For example, you're meditating, you're breathing, and a thought pops into your mind. You're thinking about what you're going to have for dinner later. Attaching to that thought would look like you continuing that thought and being like, what am I going to cook for dinner later? What do I have in my kitchen? Oh, God, I'm stressed out. I'm really hungry right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. Not attaching to that thought would look like you being like, oh, okay, I'm thinking about what I'm going to have for dinner later. Cool. Cool. And then you leave space for the next thought that comes. Not attaching to those thoughts is the most important thing when it comes to meditation. Because when those thoughts come, they're not as easy to affect your emotions. They're not as easy to hurt you, change the way that you feel. And you quickly release them. You don't allow your thoughts to control you. So As you practice the act of meditation, which I hope you guys try, this will allow you to consistently stay in the present because you don't get absorbed by your thoughts. As soon as you get absorbed by those thoughts of nostalgia, thinking back into the past, your emotions change, you start feeling sad, you start feeling like this feeling of longing, and then emotions have a big effect on your actions. Maybe now you're going to want to go look at that person's social media. Maybe now you're going to want to go read through your old texts. So if we start from the root, which is our thoughts, then we can stop the actions from even happening. Another easy way to stay. Pre- Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're not as keen on learning about meditation, is just stopping yourself in the act of like a deep snowball effect thought where you're going backwards and thinking about literally every moment you've ever had with that person is to stop and focus on five things something that you can smell something that you can see something that you can taste something you can touch was that five basically your five senses and you name them out i can see my gray sweatpants i can smell my perfume i can hear oh i think i forgot to say here i can hear the birds outside of my window. That's going to bring you back into the present moment because you're truly focusing on it. Now, if you practice that consistently every time you have a thought or you're caught up in nostalgia, you will, again, be practicing to stay mindful and practicing to focus on the present which is the only thing that truly matters another thing i just randomly thought of is this trend that i saw on tiktok where every time you think about that person you get up and you do push-ups i think it's a hilarious trend honestly and it's also extremely beneficial push-ups are like one of the most beneficial exercises you can ever do i don't i can't do a push-up so wouldn't work for me (laughs) But everyone who's got some stronger triceps and chest than I do can go ahead. That's another way of just completely stopping the tracks of your thoughts and doing something physical to get you back into the present moment. Now, once we've gotten a grasp on the mental and physical aspect of going back into the past, it's time for you to step into the future. It's time for you to start doing new things, forming new memories. You need to be able to do this if you want to change the cycle of reliving your past you actually just have to change your present what i think moving on from a relationship a breakup a heartbreak really means is about finding yourself again without that person in your life and the beautiful thing about it is that you get to choose you know obviously there's perks to being in a good healthy relationship But when you're on your own, the perk of that is that you're completely independent. You're completely responsible for what you choose to do with your life. Your free will is out the wazoo. You get to control what you want. So try it all. Try everything. When I finally started to accept the position that I was in after my heartbreak, I threw myself into so many different things. I tried so many things. Some of them stuck. Some of them didn't. But I was able to step out of the life that I once had and lived with that person and did things I never got the chance to do when I was with them. I mean, I don't know why I never did them, but it almost comes down to the fact that you don't think about trying new things when you're comfortable and you're with a person. And especially if you had a challenging relationship that you were in, maybe you didn't even have time to think about yourself that much because you were so hyper focused on a relationship that was doing poorly. I ended up going to the gym for the very first time in years I started volunteering at a cat shelter. I started this podcast. And that's just a little bit, right? And I've now stuck to stay consistent with the gym since then. And it's a huge part of my life now. It's actually where I met my current boyfriend. So it's like a whole 360 right there, if you think about it. Damn, that's actually crazy. I just thought about that. Life is wild. But yeah, okay. <laughs> what i was saying for some examples for you guys, if you want to try new things, start going i don't know if they have clubs anymore probably if you go to like your community center or something you might find a club um go to the gym potentially start some different workout classes you might even be able to meet some new people some new friends there start a different hobby painting pottery knitting start learning a new sport you know anything that piques your interest and that you maybe just didn't feel like you had the time even if you don't want to do it guys I think you should do it. You need to go out into the world and find out what piques your interest and what is potentially going to make you a lot happier. I remember when I started volunteering at that cat shelter and actually even when I started going to the gym, I didn't want to go. Like I would have wanted to sulk in my bed and just not wanting to experience new things without the person that I lost, right? But the doors that it opens for you and the way that it helps you get closer to yourself is the most important part about it. You can't be afraid to take these risks. And and realistically it's not a, it's not a big risk to start a new hobby, but you could be doing bigger things. You could get a new job, you could start school, you could do different things and these might feel more like risks to you, but in order to learn and move on, you need to learn new things about yourself and you can only do that when you do new things with yourself. Now that you're making new memories, now that you're exploring the world again, I have a feeling you're going to start to feel a lot happier. I have a key like core memory in my mind of when I released the first episode of this podcast that I was I don't want to say in the thick of the heartbreak but definitely in lingering in it and I was so happy it was like I created this new thing that I've always wanted to do and now I was like I almost felt like I was really stepping into that chapter of my new life so making that new memory finding out something that I liked and becoming closer to me like literally I'm not kidding the day I released it it brought me to tears of how happy I was it felt like one of the first times that I felt that genuine happiness in a long time you know there's a lot of sad moments depressive moments and I'm making it sound light because I don't really have that great of a memory of my heartbreak as much anymore but it was painful that I know for sure it was extremely painful so having that experience of feeling like that pure happiness again was amazing. And it was all because I went out of my way to try something new and I did it 110% for myself. So another tip for you guys is to start looking for the beauty in life because like I said, when you're in these darker times, these sadder times, times where you feel like the loss of a person is really intense and it's kind of hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel you have to make that effort to go out and see the beauty of life that's what making those new memories are for i also feel like to a certain extent when you've been experiencing such sad moments throughout your heartbreak you almost at least for myself start to look for the beautiful things in life and pay much more attention to them so I think that's a great thing and something that you guys should put into your minds if you are experiencing that right now. It helps in this essence of moving forward because you start to look at things a little bit more positively after your lens has probably been very negative for a while. Now my next tip is slightly controversial only because I feel like the concept of moving on when it comes to finding new people is very subjective. It Happens at a different time for everyone, but I do have a rule of thumb for myself at least. And what I like to tell my friends if they ask me for advice and whatever it might be, this is different for everyone. Okay, it could be a week, it could be two months, it could be six months, it could be two years. But all I want to say about it is don't make the mistake of filling the void. When a person leaves your life, you have a bit of an emptiness because. There's still so much love inside of you, okay? Even if you don't think so, there's still a lot of love, but the problem is that you don't have that direct person that you would pour your love into all the time. So if you're quickly out of a breakup looking for another person to pour your love into, this is going to hurt you inevitably. I know it's different for everyone, but I really don't recommend allowing yourself to get into anything intimate or serious until you feel like you've really released that person that you've lost and also when you feel like you've found a better outlet for the love that you still have inside of you personally for me i felt very content after a certain point of time because I felt like I was pouring a lot, a lot of love into my friends and into my family and into myself in a way that I hadn't done in a really long time, because I was focused on pouring so much love into you know, my past partner. So it didn't feel like after a certain point, I was searching for anything else to replace that. It almost felt like I had felt so content with where I was at, but at a certain point, it almost felt like I didn't want to get into any kind of relationship, meet anyone or have any kind of serious relationship because I didn't want the ability for someone to go and ruin that, to ruin the love that I had for myself and for everyone else in my life and the contentment that I was feeling at the time. Turns out someone came into my life, stirred it right up, but it is a beautiful love, so I'm very grateful for it, but I think make sure you've you've done the whole 360, trying to Think about the parts of yourself that still need to be healed before you go and figure out if you want to go be with someone else. I think a lot of people end up doing one or the other, want to completely stay away from any type of intimate relationship the same way that I did, or are quickly trying to find someone to fill the void. Once again, try and find that happy medium. Try and, you know, after you felt like you've released that person, keep your heart open a little bit to the possibility of it. It doesn't mean you need to be going out and searching for another person whatsoever, but it also means that you shouldn't restrict The thought of somebody coming into your life. Also, make sure you give yourself enough time to just be you, be you on your own. Like I said earlier, to just be Alex, not Alex the girlfriend, not Alex the friend, just Alex, so that you guys can really hone in on this new era of your life, this new version that you wanna be. And also to take all the lessons that you learned throughout the heartbreak, throughout the relationship you were previously in, and to start using those lessons currently in your life in order to grow and change. If you do find yourself in a new connection pretty quickly, I want to say, just for the benefit of everyone in that situation, to be very clear about where you are in your healing journey and if you are you know, wanting to be with this person, to take it very slow, be very open, communicate, and let them know if maybe you're holding on to a little pain of your past. If you have traumas that you experienced, then be open about it. Be an open book because the worst thing a person can do when you get to know them is say, sorry, this is not for me. Like I got to go and that's okay. You can be like, that's completely fine because if I'm not for you, you're not for me. Now, if you are very ready to date, some key things when it comes to moving on is to make sure that you don't bring your past into your present Again, because if you bring those past things into your present within a new relationship, you're going to start treating this new person as if they've made the mistakes of your past partner. A lot of people do this no matter how much time has passed. Because as much as we might have healed our single selves, maybe we haven't healed our relationship selves yet. And that's another big thing that I learned when getting into a new relationship was that I was very happy on my own and I had finally started to feel that like release of my past life and walking into my new one. But I wasn't quite understanding of the healing process that needed to happen with the version of myself that was a girlfriend, the version of myself that got very hurt as a girlfriend. And now being a girlfriend again, I needed to figure out how to release the pain and the grief of when I once was a girlfriend prior to that that's a whole nother subject truly Um, but it is something important to note when it comes to starting a new relationship and even when you feel like you're completely fine single different triggers might come up in a new relationship that you're confused about and like holy shit okay maybe I should just leave because I feel this same amount of anxiety or stress or whatever it is in this new relationship but what that is showing you is that there are parts of you that you haven't yet to heal. Okay, so don't be afraid. Okay, lastly but not leastly, I do want to say if you were in the moving on time period, you're not with another person yet. You're not thinking about it. You're not really there yet. I want to let you guys know that you will experience that love again. Okay, I know that a big portion of my healing process and moving on process was figuring out how i would be able to experience love again and i just couldn't wrap my head around the thoughts that it would happen to me again i was like hmm i don't know like i've only experienced it once how is it possible and this is very much targeted towards the people who have only fallen in love one time because once you once this happened multiple times you're like okay babes i know i'm good but that first time of it happening, you're like really stuck on the idea that you'll never be able to replace, quote unquote, the one. And that is the beauty and the slight naiveness, I don't know if that's a word, of the human brain thinking that one experience we have will never be topped or will never compare. And it almost keeps us in that stuck mindset because we don't think that we'll ever be able to experience that amount of love with another person. But I'm here to tell you that lucky for you guys, the love that you were able to experience within that relationship, that's inside of you. That love that you had for that person, those feelings that you had for that person, everything you put into that relationship came from you. It didn't come from the other person. So the fact that you were capable in that previous relationship. To experience that amount of love proves that you are going to be able to experience it again because all that love is for you to give. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I feel like I have a knack for talking about heartbreak. <laughs> I don't know why. I just know what the fuck I'm talking about. But if you guys did enjoy this episode, don't forget to go and rate the podcast. I also want to shout out for those of you who might not know me very well that I have other social media platforms. You can check out my YouTube channel, Alex Adams, my Instagram, Alex Adams, and then all the podcast content, which is at Between You and Me podcast on Instagram. I love you guys so much. This has been a great season and I'm extremely happy with how this last episode turned out. Um, And I'm wishing you guys the best, best day. If you are in the boat of heartbreak and moving on, I'm sending you the utmost amount of love. You've got it, okay? You're going to look back and you're going to be like me and you're going to think, damn, I really I really did that. I really got myself through that heartbreak. I really moved on. I really switched up my life. I really figured out what I really wanted and here I am, okay? Just give it time, put in the effort, put in the dedication and you got it, baby. I love you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your day, and I'll speak to you in the next season. Bye! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods,